the Lord, giving us another day, another time to come and to worship Him. So let's, uh, let's read Philemon tonight. That is the book before Hebrews. And so who, who would like to read tonight? All right. Philemon. Chapter. One chapter. All right, there's 25 verses, so you come. Those who want to read. All right. All right, since it's three of us, uh, Brother Keith, won't you just do nine and then me and Brother George do eight apiece. In thy house, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God, making mention of thee always in my prayers, hearing of thy love and faith which thou hast toward the Lord Jesus and toward all saints, that the, con the, the communication of thy faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. For we have great joy and consolation in thy love, because the bowels of the saints are refreshed by thee, brother. Wherefore, though I might be much bold in Christ to enjoy thee that which is convenient, yet for love's sake I rather beseech thee, being such as one as Paul the aged, and now also a prisoner of Jesus Christ. My. I beseech thee for my son Onesimus, whom I have begotten in my bonds, which in time past was to thee unprofitable, but now profitable to thee and to me, whom I have sent again, thou therefore receive him that is my own bowels, whom I would have retained with me, that in thy stead he might have ministered unto me in the bonds of the gospel. But, but without thy mind would I do nothing, that thy benefit should not be as it were of necessity, but willingly. For perhaps he therefore departed for a season, that thou shouldest receive him forever. Not now as a servant, but above a servant, a brother beloved, especially to me. But how much more unto thee, both in the flesh and in the Lord. Thou count me therefore a partner, receive him as myself. If he hath wronged thee, or oweth thee aught, put that on mine account. Thank you, sir. I, Paul, have written it with my own hand, I will repay it. Albeit I do not say to thee how thou owest unto me even thine own self besides. Yea, brother, let me have joy of thee in the Lord. Refresh my bowels in the Lord. Have confidence in thy obedience. I wrote unto thee, knowing that thou wilt also do more than I say. But withal prepare me also a lodging, for I trust that through your prayers I shall be given unto you. There salute thee. 
Epaphras, my fellow prisoner in Christ Jesus, Marcus, Achokius, Demas, Lucas, my fellow laborers, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. In verse, in verse 5, tonight is faith. The, the uh, fruit of the Spirit tonight we'll be preaching on is faith. Verse 5 says, Hearing of the love and faith which thou hast toward the Lord Jesus and toward all the saints. So tonight that will be our interest. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for the reading of the Word of God. Thank you for the truth that you've already given to us by the way of song and by the way of word. Father, we pray tonight, God, that you'd help us, Lord, to change our lives and, God, to encourage each other, Lord, to live abundantly and above, dear God, all that, that we know. And, Father, that we would uh, be pleasing to you, Lord, in the way we worship you tonight, God, how we pray, how we sing, how we listen, be attentive, how we make application to all that's preached and God, how that we make our lives different because of your word and your spirit. God, thank you again tonight for the fruit of the spirit, faith. Father, how it made differences in our lives. And God, today, still making differences. Father, and all those that are saved. Again, thank you for the church tonight. Those who gathered around your word and around your, uh, your song tonight. God, I pray you bless them. God, I pray you give them the desires of their heart. God, answer their prayers. Father, bend your ear toward them. We love you tonight, God. Empower us to preach. Father, help us tonight, dear God, to be faithful to you. In Christ's name, amen. Amen. You may be seated. Galatians chapter 5, of course, there's our text verse. And of there in verse 22, it's the last of the fruit of that verse. And then there's meekness and temperance uh, will be for the following weeks. But here in chapter 5 of Galatians, it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. So tonight, faith is our thought, uh, is the one in which we're speaking of, the fruit of the Spirit. And so we know, of course, that this fruit is, is uh, produced by the Holy Ghost of God. This isn't something that you and I are born with, or nor can we learn to do. It's completely dependent upon the Holy Ghost of God. No believer has the ability or responsibility uh, to produce this fruit. And we find uh, that this fruit is unlike a work. A faith is not work. Uh, so it's not at all uh, considered that. It never will be. Uh, faith tonight is unlike gifts. Tonight it's not a gift. It's not something that God's going to give to you uh, it's something that you get from God. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. And so that's how you get faith. And so tonight we find that it's a, it's a fruit that manifests the Lord Jesus Christ. This is how the lost will know there is a Lord and Savior in the world. It's by this fruit being demonstrated in you. That's faithfulness. That's how the world will know there's a Savior and a Lord. Because they'll see that fruit. Of Jesus. Jesus being faithful. You being faithful. We also take this fruit. is how the world will know. That you're a believer. And a follower of God. How do they know? How does your friends. How does your family. How does your co-workers know that you're Christian. That you're a follower and believer of God. It's only from the fruit. Faithfulness is a demonstration of that. This is how the church will know that you're real. And genuine. It's faithfulness. 
We find Jesus declares in Luke 6, 43 and 44, For a good tree bringeth not forth corrupt fruit, neither doth a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit, for every tree is known by its own fruit. So tonight, if faithfulness is part of your character, part of your attribute of being a Christian tonight, or so-called Christian, uh, then that will bear fruit to that. Tonight, faith. And so, uh, we, there's several things about faith tonight that we just kind of want to make clear and understand. Uh, first of all, faith saves us. And so tonight, without faith, you, there is no salvation. By grace are you saved through faith. So in order to become a Christian, the child of God, uh, you're going to have to come by faith, or come by grace through faith tonight. If you have your Bibles, turn to Luke chapter 7. Luke chapter 7. And uh, I'll just show you a couple of verses here tonight that, that brings that out. Luke chapter 7 and verse 36 says that one of the Pharisees desired him that he would eat with him. He went into the Pharisee's house and sat down to meet. Behold, a woman in the city which was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at meat in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster box of ointment, stood at his feet and behind him weeping, and began to wash his feet with tears. Then wiped them with the hairs of her head and kissed his feet, anointing them with the anointment. And when the Pharisees, had, which had bidden him, saw it, he spake within himself, saying, This man, if he were a prophet, would have known who and what manner of woman this is that toucheth him, for she is a sinner. Jesus answering, he said unto them, Simon, I have somewhat to say unto you. He, and he said, Master, say on. There was a certain creditor which had two debtors. The one owed 500 pence and the other 50. And when they had nothing to pay, he frankly forgave them both. Tell me, therefore, which of them will love him most? Simon answered and said, I suppose that he whom forgave us most. And he said unto him, Thou hast rightly judged. He turned to the woman and said unto Simon, Seest thou this woman? I entered into this own house, who gavest me no water for my feet, but she hath washed my feet with tears, and wiped them with the hairs of her head. And thou gavest me no kiss, and this woman, since the time I came in, hath ceased to kiss my feet. My head with oil thou didst not anoint, but this woman hath anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore I say unto thee, her sins, which are many, are forgiven. And she loved much, but to whom little is forgiven, the same loveth little. He said unto her, Thy sins are forgiven. And they that sat at meat with him began to say within themselves, Who is this that forgiveth sins also? And he said unto the woman, Thy faith hath saved thee. Go in peace. So faith tonight saved thee. The only way that you can become a sinner to a saint is by the way of faith. The only way to become lost to saved is by the way of faith. And so tonight, faith is mildly important. And so it saves us tonight. But the faith that he's speaking of here is that the faith that the Holy Ghost of God's producing is not necessarily talking about saving faith. But it's a faith tonight uh, that is a faithfulness. It comes from the faith of salvation. It's not the faith of salvation. The Holy Spirit of God uh, is not going to produce the faith of salvation when He's already within you producing faith. And so it would be complicated or confusing to think that it would take the Holy Spirit of God to produce faith in you in order to be saved. No, we get saved 
And then the Holy Spirit of God is producing through us and about us faith. And that faith that I'm speaking of comes from faith, but it's called faithfulness. And that's where we get it from. Tonight, none of us have faith, but none of us can be faithful. None of us tonight can be steadfast. None of us can continue to do what we ought to do. None of us have that ability, but this producing of the Holy Spirit of God within us, it produces faithfulness. And so that's what this is about tonight. Now, this faithfulness tonight is not only what sa- uh, faith what saves us, but this faithfulness tonight is what separates us. You see, faith tonight, or faithfulness, is what, uh, is what takes you from a, a, a quitter to a finisher. You see, tonight, faithfulness, the faith that is produced in you by the Holy Ghost of God, will never lead to be a quitter. That's not what this means tonight. The word faithfulness has no quit in it. You can't be a quitter in faith and be faithful at the same time. The Holy Ghost of God never leads to quitters, ever. That's not a fruit of the Spirit tonight, by the way. Faithfulness is. And so you find that it separates you from uh, a quitter to a finisher. It separates you from immature to maturity. That's what faithfulness does. It moves you from being a little child, acting like a little child, being a fool, uh, to someone who's a grown-up, who is one who is mature, one who's an adult, and that's what faithfulness does. Faithfulness never leads to immaturity. And so tonight, it, it, makes, it separates us. It separates us from a winner, from a winner to a loser, or a loser to a winner. Tonight, without faithfulness, you're a loser. With faithfulness, you're a winner. Tonight, it's not, it's not how fast you run, and tonight, it's not how, uh, how hard you run. It's, it's that you run, right? And so tonight, it, it's not all about what others are saying about you. It, it's not about all that you're even accomplishing. Are you told in the Word of God to go win the world? Are you told in the Word of God to become the greatest of all greats? No, no, no we're, we're talking about tonight to be a loser is to think that you have to do everything, this, that, and the other, and you have to be this, and that, and the other. But a winner is just being faithful. That's a winner. And so tonight it separates. And so I I like that thought. Now, to be faithful uh, tonight is the Holy Ghost of God that's separating you from everybody else. You see, it's easy tonight to be unfaithful. It don't take no effort to be unfaithful. It don't take no education it don't take any type of, of thought process. Anybody and everybody can be unfaithful. Matter of fact, we live in a world that exalts unfaithfulness. Don't we? I mean, unfaithfulness seems to be like the way to go. Unfaithfulness is like all over the TV. It's all over books and magazines. It's all over uh, the, the songs that you, that you might listen to. Uh, unfaithfulness is in everything tonight. Faithfulness is in God. And so you've got a choice tonight in the way of being separate. You can be like the world or like the lost or like the devil and uh, be unfaithful. Or tonight you can be faithful and be of God. I, I could say tonight that tonight in the day that we live, unfaithfulness is acceptable. It's acceptable. You tell a friend, hey, I'm dating someone, but this guy's cute, that girl's cute. And they asked me to go on a date. What should I do? 
Oh, go do that. They're not ever going to know. And so it's encouraging. It's encouraging to be unfaithful. It's encouraging to, hey, you know, you got a job and you got to expect to be there every day, but somebody asks you to go to the beach and you say, okay, listen, one day's not going to hurt. I'm just going to take off to the beach. And so uh, they encourage you to be unfaithful to your job. And so we find unfaith- unfaithfulness today is acceptable. Unfaithfulness today is applaudable. Man, you, you, you can watch TV or listen to music or listen to friends and somebody who's unfaithful to somebody else, they deserve that. You deserve that. It's okay. I mean, there's no condemnation on that. There's no judging in that. I mean, uh, today in the life we live, it's an unfaithful life. It's applaudable. It's acceptable. It's allowable to be unfaithful. It's agreeable. You'll find a whole lot more people agreeing with unfaithfulness than being faithful. You'll find that it's achievable. And so you'll find that more people and life are unfaithful than being faithful. And so tonight, uh, unfaithfulness is the way to go uh, if, if you want to live lost or you want to be like the world. But faithfulness tonight is the very way of God. It's the Holy Spirit of God that produces these things. And the model for the world is this. I can promise you today, but I can't promise you forever. Right? He got tired of the preaching that B did. See, I'm going to say it again, and think about it for just a moment. I can promise you today, but I can't promise you forever. That's in cards that are given to, like, sweethearts. It's it's in there. I'll promise you today, but I can't promise you forever. That's unfaithfulness. Exalted. That's exalted, magnified. I can promise you right now, but I can't promise you tomorrow. I might be with you today, but that don't mean I'll be with you tomorrow. I I might do right today, but that don't mean I'll do right tomorrow. I mean, listen, I I I tell you, I like you today, but that don't mean I like you tomorrow. See, that's unfaithfulness. And so we find our world today with that. Unfaithfulness, that's in marriage. It's in marriage. I, I, I can promise you today, but I can't promise you tomorrow. That's in marriage. That's how marriage works today. That's why 50% of it ends. That's why the second marriage is 75% ends. And a lot of third marriages, about 83% ends. The higher you go, the more percentage it gets. It's because it's just unfaithfulness. In business today, unfaithfulness. It just seems to be the way to go. Unfaithful in hours. They give you eight hours. They give you $20 an hour to work eight hours a day. If you work four hours a day, you think that's all that they deserve. That's unfaithful. It's unfaithful. If they give you a job to do and you halfway do that job, you're being unfaithful to the business. Do you not see it that way? I mean, an agreement was I give you a certain amount of money for a certain amount of hour to do a certain thing. If you do it halfway, you do it barely, or you do it haphazardly, or you do it sorry then you're stealing from the company and you're unfaithful. Right? Amen. You know, we don't look at it like that. But it's unfaithful in business. In a lot of business today, uh, they hurt. uh, They have great troubles. They they have financial issues. It's because workers do not give eight hours of hard work and they lose money 
And in, fact, in return of that, you lose money as well because you don't get raises. And you don't get promotions. And you don't get 401. And you don't get a lot of things going on because we don't work hard because we are unfaithful in business. We're unfaithful in marriage. We're unfaithful in relationships. That's why relationships don't last long anymore. Many, many people have many, many relationships. And it used to not be all that away. But uh, we find ourselves in, in, uh, in relationships. Just, we're just unfaithful to each other. A friend. Co-worker. A neighbor. Acquaintance. Just unfaithful. Uh, we find unfaithful in church. People don't come to church faithfully. They, they, don't, they don't do uh, give faithfully. Uh, they don't sing faithfully. They don't pray faithfully in church. Uh, they, don't, they don't pray for the church faithfully. They don't support the church faithfully. They talk about the preacher. They, they, they tell other things about, to other people concerning other members. That's unfaithfulness. And so tonight, that's not God. That's not the Spirit of God tonight. And we find unfaithfulness in Christianity. Just unfaithful in living for God. Unfaithful in telling the truth. Unfaithful of not being jealous. Unfaithful of not having envy. Unfaithful of not, of not forgiving. Unfaithfulness, we find it in our society. It's a big deal. Tonight, we can't think that this faith thing is just some small little thing. We all have faith. We're all going to heaven. We're all... No, that's not the case tonight. This fruit tonight is very important. It's essential. The Holy Spirit of God separates you from all others by producing in you faithfulness. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Don't you want to be separate? I do. The, world, uh, the Word of God gives you faith. That's Romans 10, 15. But the Spirit of God makes you faithful. You ever wondered why there's some people of faith that just seem to have a desire, has a devotion, has a determination? I mean, they are just dead on. You can't beat them off with a stick. I mean, you can't discourage them in such a way where they quit. I mean, listen, you can't get them to doubt God. You can't get them to, to be a one who's just walking around with, with just their head down and defeated and uh, creating all kinds of uh, drama. You say, man, what's wrong with them people? You can't, they're always up. They're always excited. They're always going forward. They're always saying, God will, God is, and God does. And yet me, I'm like a moping little puppy. I'm like, you know, I can't ever get it together. I seem like I'm just all over the place. I, I'm just one big royal, big mess. What's wrong with me? I'm as saved as they are. I know Jesus as they know Jesus. They're not special to me. God doesn't favor them over me. We're both children of God. What's wrong with us? Well, the fact of the matter is, I, I'm not so sure if we are equal. Because, see, the Holy Ghost of God is the one who makes you faithful. It's the Word of God that, that gives you faith, but it's the Spirit of God that makes you faithful. And so tonight we pray that you're not grieving the Spirit, nor are you quenching the Spirit where uh, He can't make you faithful. And so tonight, number three, not only do I notice that, we, it, that faith it is what saves us and what separates us, but it's faith that seals us. That seals us. 
You know, it's the faith tonight is what keeps us at it. You know, you wonder after 30 some odd years of being saved, why do I keep on being at it? Is it because I just like what I'm doing? Is it because I have just fun? Is it because it's no, no problem, it's easy, it's, uh, it's very, very uh, rewarding, and, and all these things? No, all that answer is no. The only thing that keeps us going is the faith that the Holy Ghost of God gives us that turns into faithfulness. And so that's what seals us tonight, is when you get the Holy Ghost of God and faithfulness is being produced in you, and He will, and it is, the sealing of that is, is what keeps us at it. As I look around, people have been here over 20 years. What keeps them at it? Some people have been over 10 years. What keeps them at it? Man, yeah, I tell you, there are, uh, there are bigger churches. Uh, there are better pastors. Uh, there, there are, uh, there are uh, more opportunities for the youth or for the choir or, or, a few, or for some other place or something like that uh, than, than our church. Tonight, what's it all about? It ain't all about any of that. It's all about just staying with it. And what makes me stay with it? Faithfulness. Hey, not only that, but what sells us is, is what holds us in there. What holds me in there? I've been through some battles, have you? I've been through some fires, have you? I've been through some valleys, have you? I've been through some great disappointments, have you? I've been through some disappointments. I've been through some crushing times in my life tonight. So what holds me in there? Faithfulness. That's what it means tonight, this word. What pushes me through? What pushes me through the storm? What pushes me through the fog? What pushes me through the trouble, difficulty? What pushes me? Faithfulness. That's what this word means tonight. What, what is it that drives me on? What is it that drives us on? What, uh, to, on Sunday morning, I'm going to be here. How do you know Sunday's not even got here? I just know where I'll be on Sunday. What drives me on? Faithfulness. What it makes me stay, faithfulness. And so let me read it again because it just kind of puts it all there. What, makes, what keeps us at it? What holds us in there? What pushes us through? What drives us on? What makes us stay? Faithfulness. Faith. The spirit of faith tonight. The fruit of the spirit, faith. What sustains us tonight? In Psalms chapter 31, verse 23 says this, O love the Lord, all you saints, for the Lord preserveth the faithful. Who does He preserve? The faithful. Not the unfaithful. Not the uncommitted. Not the unreliable. Not the undependable. But the faithful. That's who He preserves tonight. Those are the ones that are sustained by this fruit called faith. He is the one who preserveth the faithful. Psalms 101, verse 6 says, Mine eyes shall be upon the faithful of the land. Who is God looking at? The faithful. Who is God watching? The faithful. Who has He got His eyes upon in every place, to and fro? The faithful. Who is He really concerned over? The faithful. 
So that's who sustains us tonight. It's because of faithfulness. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 20 says, A faithful man shall abound with blessings. Unfaithfulness doesn't bring blessings, it brings cursings. Unfaithfulness brings trouble to your home. It brings, it brings a, a, a cry to your children. It brings a, a hurt in the heart. But faithfulness brings the blessings of God. That's what sustains us is the, is the faith of this fruit tonight of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so we find, uh, turn your Bibles to Matthew 25, verse 21. And I want you to look at, especially at this, this faithful. I, I want you to see it tonight. Matthew chapter 25 and verse 21. The Bible says, His Lord said unto him, Now Jesus is speaking, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. Now what's important about this verse? Faithfulness. The Lord may have just given you a few things to be faithful over. You'll not get anything else until you can become faithful of those little things or those few things, and then God will give you more to be faithful over. That's how it works. You get something when you're faithful. You get little when you're faithful, but you stay faithful, you get more. You kind of wonder tonight, how come it seems like the, uh, the, the differences of what people might have or what they can do or the talents they have or, or the skills they've got or, or maybe even the money levels and things like that. It's all dependent upon faithfulness. And God gives you a little and you're faithful with it, He'll give you more. Amen. It's about faithful. Please consider these things tonight. Luke chapter 12. Luke chapter 12 and uh, verse 42. Luke chapter 12 and verse 42. The Lord said, Who then is that faithful and wise steward, whom his Lord shall make ruler over his household, to give them their portion of meat in due season? Blessed is that servant, whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. When the Lord comes, he's going to find you doing. That's being faithful. It gets said 44. Of a truth I say unto you, that he will make him ruler over all, all that he has. So how do you get all? By being faithful. It's about being faithful today. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 16. Look in verse 10. Luke 16 verse 10. He that is faithful, and that which is least is faithful also in much. And he that is unjust in the least is unjust also in much. If therefore you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to thee the trust in the true riches? And God's just saying, I've given you some money. I've given you some material things. I've given you a car. I've given you clothes. I've given you food. I've given you medicines. I've given you... Uh, different things and different items, and you're unfaithful with all that, what makes you think I'm going to give you something true, Riches? You can't be faithful in all the other carnality things. What makes you think I'm going to give you some spiritual things? 
faithful. Then he says, then he says in verse 12, And if you have not been faithful in that which is another man's, who shall give you that which is your own? In other words, if you can't be faithful to something that don't belong to you, then what makes you think that you can be faithful to something that does belong to you? If you can't be faithful with another man's business, if you can be faithful with another man's money, you can't be faithful to another man's vehicle, another man's house, another man's property, don't expect you to get any of that. And so faithfulness is desperately needed, amen? I mean, it's essential tonight for us to move on and move forward. Faith tonight is what selects us. Turn our Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 2. Oh, man, we're doing good on time. Y'all are doing well. 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 2. Talking about faith is what selects us. The Bible says, Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. In order for you to do anything for God, you've got to be faithful first. You don't get a job to be faithful. You get a job because you're faithful. Amen. We kind of got it backwards today in churches. Some people get saved and come to church and, they, and somebody says, okay, let's give them a job to do and that will keep them faithful. <laughs> That's not how it works. They're faithful, then they get a job to do. So you're not going to become a servant of God. You're not going to become a steward of God unless you become faithful. And so tonight we thank the Lord for the faithful ones because that's what selected them was their faithfulness. Not their beauty, not their skill, not their abilities, not their mind, not their wit, and not because we just like them. All those things don't mean nothing in the realm of God. But faithfulness means everything. Faithfulness. And so we find a steward is selected. Uh, look, in, for, look at 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 12. 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 12. Of course, Paul is speaking here. He says, I thank Christ Jesus our Lord who hath enabled me for that he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry. Why would God put Paul into the ministry? Because he's faithful. He was faithful before he went to the ministry. He's faithful. Today we find that when people are faithful, then put into the ministry, they become a real minister. Most likely today, many people get put into the ministry because that's what they want to do for a life living or for a career. It's not a career. It's a calling. A lot of people get involved in church and get involved in the ministry and get involved in doing this and doing that. And it's all about because that's what they want to do. It's not because they've been faithful. In God's realm, in God's world, and in God's economy, it's all about faithfulness. Be a servant tonight. Look at 2 Timothy chapter 2. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 2. It says, and the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. So to be a servant tonight, to be a, serv a steward, to be an apostle tonight, it's going to require a faithfulness. 
sixthly tonight, it solidifies. In Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 9, the Bible teaches of a faithful God. How can I become like God? A faithful God. The Bible says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 3, it speaks of a faithful Lord. How do I become like Lord? How do I follow the Lord? How do I, how do I please the Lord? How, how do I take on His attributes? How do I become closer to the Lord? How do I walk near to God? How do I, how do I get a relationship with God? If He's faithful, He's going to require you to be faithful. How could two walk together except they agree? Amos 3.3 faithfulness solidify how do we come together the bible teaches there in this in titus chapter 1 verse 9 that the word is faithful or the faithful word and so tonight how can we get solidified how can we become of unity of the father the lord the word one word faithful faithful amen the Bible teaches in Galatians 3, 9, faithful Abraham. It teaches us in Hebrews 3, 2, faithful Moses. It teaches us in Revelation 19, 11, faithful Jesus. The Bible teaches up there in Revelation chapter uh, 2 and verse 10, faithful church. Jesus is writing to the seven churches. In chapter 2, he's writing to a, a certain church. And he says to that certain church, he says, be thou faithful unto the death. Be thou faithful unto death. And that's what he says to the church. That's what a church is tonight. If you are the church, then you'll be faithful. That identifies the church because it identifies the God of the church. It identifies the Lord of the church. It identifies the word of the church. It identifies who you are, the church. Be thou faithful unto death. In Revelation 17, verse 14, it says, These shall make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb shall overcome them. For He is the Lord of lords and the King of kings. And they that are with Him are called, chosen, and faithful. He's talking about those who are in heaven with Jesus. How did they get there? Because they wanted to come? Because they thought it was a pretty good place to go? And so they made choice and say, I go to heaven instead of hell. No, no. The Bible teaches that they were called. They were chosen. And they were faithful. Faithful. Tonight, this fruit of the Spirit is faithful. Now, yeah, tonight, you may be nice. And you might be likable. And you may be generous. And you can be sweet. And you can be funny. You can be serious. You can be friendly. You could be good. You could be loving. But tonight, if you're not faithful, you're absent of the Spirit of God. See, tonight, you can be a lot of things that you think everybody wants you to be. But until you get faithful to God, you're nothing. You're zero with the middle rubbed out. A lot of nice people are in hell. A lot of good people are in hell. A lot of generous people are in hell. A lot of loving people are in hell. There's not one faithful, not one, in hell.
Not one. Tonight, faithfulness. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6 says this. But without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is, and that He is the rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. This faith, the faith you get from the God, God's Word, is the faith that will produce faithfulness. Faithfulness tonight that counts is the object of that faith. Tonight, we have faith all day long. Don't, I'm not talking about the faith of God. I'm talking about faith. I mean, all day long. When you get in the car and when you put on your brakes, you have faith your brakes will work. When you sit down in a chair, you got faith that chair will keep you up. Is this right? And so we got, we got all kind of faith. I mean, we, we demonstrate faith all the time. None of that will do anything for our spiritual life or do anything with God. But when you put faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit of God indwells you. When He indwells you, there's a production, a manufacturing that takes place of faithfulness. It's the only way you get faithful. And so with that being said tonight, uh, you'll have the faith of Jesus. And that means tonight you'll be faithful to Jesus. If you have the faith of Jesus you'll be faithful to Jesus, right? If you have the, if you have the faith of the Satan, you'll be, faith, you'll be faithful to Satan. If you have the faith of man, you'll be faithful to man. If you have the faith of government, you'll be faithful to government. If you have, you have faith tonight of God, then you'll be faithful to God. If you have faith of His Word tonight, as it says in Romans chapter 10, then you'll be faithful to His Word. It all depends upon the faith in whom you have your faith in. There is no exceptions. There is no exclusions. There's no, there's no exemptions. Faith today, because God is reliable and God is trustworthy, God is true, God is loyal, God is dependable, and this is in who is in you. And because He's in you, faith, you will be faithful. Let me say this and I'll close. Let's see what time it is. Oh, man, I don't know why I'm even hurting. Faithfulness isn't something you have to do. Faithfulness is something you do. Now, these are some things I just made up. You can throw them away if you want to. Let me say it again. Faithfulness isn't something you have to do. It's just something you do. Amen. I'm talking about Christians tonight. Faithfulness tonight is not a burden. Faithfulness is just how you live. Faithfulness isn't hard. It's natural. Faithfulness isn't a work. It's a pleasure. See, if you're not thinking of, th of faithfulness like this tonight, I would consider your faith. Faithfulness tonight isn't demanded. It's desired. Faithfulness tonight isn't the thing to do. It's all you do. Every aspect of your life is just determined by faithfulness. I'm faithful to my wife. I'm faithful to my children. I'm faithful to my job. I'm faithful to my church. 
I'm faithful to my Lord. I'm faithful. I'm faithful. I'm faithful. I'm faithful. I'm reliable. I'm trustworthy. I'm true. I'm dependable. You can count on me. I am a stick to it. I will not give up, give in, quit. I will not. Faith. Faithfulness. Faithfulness tonight isn't the thing to do. It's all you do. Faithfulness isn't a submission. It is a love. Faithfulness isn't self-made. It's spiritual made. And lastly, faithfulness doesn't come from the mind. It is generated in the soul. Are you faithful? Are you faithful to Jesus? If you are, He's faithful to you. Lord, help us tonight to be faithful. Let's pray. If you don't mind, come to the altar tonight. and Let's lift up our church unto the Lord. Let's lift up our country, our nation unto the Lord. I don't know if you have noticed or not, but there was a peace treaty sign of Israel and UAE and Bayron. Have you seen that? Saudi Arabia is probably going to be part of that here shortly. And you're going to find more coming that direction in the way of a peace treaty with Israel. They all came to the United States. And uh, they were up here with President Trump and all. And so uh, you're going to see a...